I'm Shrika, and this is Artivized by ASF. I'm so excited to start off our premiere episode with Heather Rosati. She's a visual arts student at UCSD and an aspiring community builder. Hey, Heather. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. No, it's our pleasure. I'm so happy and so excited to have you on for our very first episode. And I hope that you can give a lot of insightful advice and enlightening information about your artwork and your personal style. So just to start off, could you describe your own style and the media that you prefer to use? Yeah, um, I consider my style very explorative and playful. I try to work a lot with multimedia. I primarily focus with acrylic painting, but I find it more fun when I can start scribbling pen everywhere or doing collage work as well with paper. So mm -hmm. I do consider myself a very explorative artist. I don't really like to put myself too much into a box of a specific style, but recently it's become a lot more playful. Um, whereas when I started, it was a lot more realistic. So my art has really changed a lot in that way. I feel you. I think even when I started art, multimedia was just something that I prefer preferred more than sticking to a single media <laughs> or anything really. Um, so you really like showed an interest in acrylic and uh, painting and of course multimedia, but is there a specific medium that drew you to art in the first place and made you want to continue branching off into different mediums? Yeah, I actually started, oh goodness, that was a while ago. When I first started, <laughs> I started with graphite. Uh, I would just start with pencil doing mm -hmm. realistic portraits. Um, I think at first it was a way for me just to be quote unquote skilled or talented. Mm -hmm. And I realized I could actually be good at it. And I just drew a lot focusing with graphite and colored pencil. And then mm -hmm. I started doing acrylic paintings with the same kind of style, trying to be realistic. And then I realized painting was a lot more fun and free than trying to stick to a realistic pencil drawing, which would take weeks to do. And mm -hmm. so painting just kind of became a little bit more of an escape than a, you know, trying to be super skilled or talented. It was more freeing. Uh -huh. So would you say that starting off with graphite or charcoal or um, more of a pencilistic approach to your artwork was just for just a way for you to refine your skills and start from somewhere? Yeah, I actually think that's mm -hmm. a perfect way to put it because I think as much as art can be freeing, especially if you want to be an artist, it can be very beneficial. I bumped something, mm -hmm. sorry. It can be very <laughs> beneficial to start somewhere where you can build that skill that can later allow you to be more playful with your mm -hmm. art. I feel you. And of course, uh, just with the times right now being so hectic and obviously we're in the middle of a global pandemic, everything is so much different from last year or even the year before. So could you take me into how your style, like you described has changed through this time where you've had more time to, to yourself and just being at home and working on art? I think this time has changed my art in a lot of ways. Um, I think it changed not only the way I paint, but the way I approach art. 
when mm. the pandemic started, or at least at least halfway through it, I noticed I experienced a lot more creative block. And mm. I can assume that's just because I was getting out less, I was around less people, I had less inspiration around me. And I just became a lot more stressed around art. And so recently with my recent collection that I did, I really wanted to change my approach. And instead of creating just to get content out there and to improve, I really wanted to use art to be a bit of a, an escape or a healing. I wanted to slow down and not rush it and let inspiration mm -hmm. flow when it came rather than trying to force it. So the pandemic made art a lot more stressful, but I think it really helped me uh, helped me in a way that it made me slow down and appreciate it rather than trying to force it. Mm. So, uh, yeah, so you mentioned your collection. Speaking of that, uh, <laughs> like, I, yeah, like I'd be really interested to know what exactly that's about and how that really suited what you took away from this, you know, pandemic. My recent collection, I don't even know how to put it into a box necessarily. Mm -hmm. It's my recent collection for those of you who don't know is again, focusing on acrylic painting and multimedia work. And it was really me being playful with design. And whenever design came in my head, I immediately would sketch it down and just roll with it. Um, mm -hmm. But the collection you know really, what? oh yes. Oh, I'm so sorry, but you know what? Now that you mention it, I really don't want you to put it in a box. Why don't you just like describe <laughs> it in like um, in like five words? I think that would be really interesting. My recent collection in five words. Oh, that's really good question, but a really hard <laughs> question. Um, <laughs> I would say. Um, bold. Maybe. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, reflective, mm -hmm. mm, playful. I've been saying that a lot, but playful. I think that's a suitable word. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's do one more. Yeah, uh, I'll go with. Um, I'll say healing. Cool. I'm really sorry to put you on the spot like that. No. But I think those are those are like perfect. I think it's so much better in my experience to uh, to like group things really broadly because whenever you start, obviously starting something specific is a good idea. But then when I look back at things, I like to put them in like sort of generic groups so that I can expand from there instead of. Uh, like sticking confining myself to there so I just remember like once you mentioned like boxing it I was like you know what let's let's make this more fun <laughs> oh I so, love that I agree <laughs> yeah but yeah your collection seems so interesting I think from the way that things are going right now it's super important to stay when we make art obviously we do it for ourselves in the like foremost, it's for ourselves, but especially from this time and from the pandemic, I think something that I really took away personally is just to make 
experiment and find different things that I like in making art. And I think that's something that you've seen, you've seemed to have done from just what you've talked about it so far, like uh, finding it as a way of reflection and healing. That's, that can be pretty different from when we start off and we make artwork to like make a certain message or convey a certain purpose. But I think healing is something that's so underrated when it comes to artwork. Yeah, 1000%. I, I think that's why I've really took this whole different approach. Um, because I feel like I think a lot of us agree during this time, especially we need it a little bit more, uh, mm -hmm. not just art, but the healing process. I think we all go through so much in life, but especially when you're going through a global pandemic, it forces you to sit down and really be with yourself. And exactly. I think we all need that, those different ways of reflecting and healing and taking care of ourselves. Ditto. So yeah, one of the main goals of this podcast is to unpack you know, the intent that many artists of this generation specifically have and also like the impact that we hope to achieve. So would you mind t talking about why you, I mean, you talked about why you started, but, uh, and obviously how your artwork has changed through this time, but I wanna really know about the impact you wanna have now, bes far more than uh, your like reflection and the healing that you found, because I think that can often come as a byproduct. We don't often um, start just to heal, I mean, mm -hmm. it definitely, uh, it's definitely there. A lot of people do make artwork to find like inner solace. But I think uh, from your perspective, from what I've seen of your artwork, you definitely, there's a message that you're trying to convey. So what is that message? I think that was really well said. I think with my artwork, it is a lot about self-reflection and healing, but when I share my artwork or even when not just the artwork itself, but even when I'm sharing the process or I'm sharing personal messages through my content, a lot of the time it's me being really vulnerable and honest because I know a lot of people will relate to that. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people either need it just to feel heard or understood, or a lot of people might not even really know what they're struggling with, but they just know they might hear my story and be able to understand themselves to. better or connect. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I think, I think sharing my story or sharing my process isn't with the direct intent of trying to be relatable, but I think that's, that's just how I operate. I just have to be honest with everything I do. And um, I love that it can cause connections and people to feel understood. I see. So you actually, the relatable aspect, for lack of better words, or maybe <laughs> uh, like viewers identifying with your artwork, maybe mm -hmm. that comes as more of a byproduct, actually, from what I understand. Yeah, I think because when I start, when I, at least with my last collection, when I started it, it really, it always starts with what can I say? What am I feeling? What can I, what can this collection have as a message to it? Mm -hmm. And then while creating, it really just, I don't even focus on that message anymore. I try really hard to just focus on whatever 
I'm feeling or whatever the vibe is. And when I'm sharing it, sometimes I'll share posts on a whim that aren't planned, but they're just something I'm going through. And I do it because that's just how I think I reflect is mm -hmm. by sharing my story. Because I know as vulnerable as that is, I know that there's going to be someone who will understand me. So I guess it really is just about connecting with people um, and being vulnerable mm -hmm. enough to do so. Yeah. And would you say that ties into the community that you were speaking about wanting to build? Like you were talking about how one of your biggest aspirations was building communities. So how would that tie in? Oh, a hundred percent. I think it ties in, um, again, just through the relatability. I think even when I share my content or share my stories, I'll have people reaching out to me and telling me, oh, I've been, I've gone through this, but I don't really talk about it with people, but mm -hmm. you go through it too. You understand what I'm talking about. And, um, or I'll just have people who will, you know, cheer me on, um, even if they can't understand. So I think for me, the community building just comes through that relatability, but I would love to um, take it one step farther and make like an art community where people can come together and create together, whether it's through Zoom or in person, um, not just as a place of hardcore art, but as a place of let's do something together and yeah, connect. I see. So you, uh, you'd want to take it to the next step where initially it's, you know, viewers or people who like art are admiring your work or feeling something, feeling that connection when they look at your artwork. Mm -hmm. And then what you want to do is build that community closer through incorporating uh, actual creation, like inspiring, or let, giving them the tools to make their own artwork and making artwork together, essentially. Yeah, I think even when I recently launched my new website, I haven't done anything with it, but there's a page saved on my website that's uh, community events. And it I have no idea how to go about it yet, but it was mm -hmm. when I built my website, my first thought was starting this website gives me so much possibility beyond mm -hmm. just sharing my artwork, but it can give me a possibility of actually like connecting with people and having talking with people and creating together so yeah i'd say that's yeah perfect. i love that i love that word that you use possibility especially by you know starting somewhere making a website launching that website and then even though you have like a blank page it's still that page itself has so much possibility and the best part about i guess the bright side of staying at home or being in such a lockdown situation is where you can you have that time you have more time than you've had before to figure out what you want to do with that blank page exactly oh i love that yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i really hope that you can use this time or whatever energy free energy that you have right now to uh, figure out how to build your community that you want to build well, thank you. I will definitely be putting much more energy into it. <laughs> so do you have any plans for, I know you said you, it's still a blank page, but where do you see, see um, just in broad terms, where do you see that vision being of uh, 
whether or not it's like forget it about if it's going to be virtual over zoom or in person mm-hmm. what do you want to inspire or create with a community of people who want to make art um i think for me when it comes to creating a community and inspiring through arts it's really me wanting to inspire other people that the arts is a place of community which sounds so backward but no that makes sense i understand so my vision originally was even if i can just get a zoom room up and have two or a hundred people however many people want to join just come in this zoom and just we're all drawing together you know a safe, we can, space. a safe space exactly if i can just mm-hmm. create a space where we can all chat or talk or play music and we're all just creating in one environment that's a safe space and a fun space for us just to connect and do our work i just i thought that was so inspiring just in its like you said being a safe space being a, a space dedicated to community and arts being integrated yeah i love that so much and it's such a humble um aspiration to have just to have uh be able to inspire other people to uh partake in something that you love to do because there's so many people out there who love art and or at Mm -hmm. least they like art and they admire art but they don't necessarily have the tools to start and when i mean tools it doesn't even mean material or uh maybe they feel like they don't have the skills but they they just don't know that like they that anyone can do art literally anyone Mm -hmm. and everyone can do art so i think that's such a um, like a humble but uh like just such an admirable goal to have and i really hope that you'll be able to 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 do so so moving on i think you were also talking about earlier how during this time you felt some slumps in or some creative blocks so Mm -hmm. i think slumps and productivity are things that affect so many artists especially uh i think in this generation it's really prevalent more than others because we're we're not used to this environment we're in at the time being so what would inspire you when you're generally feeling unmotivated mm, that's a really good question i experience creative block a lot and I think it's still something I'm I'm still navigating and learning how to overcome when it approaches. But I think what inspires me really is everything. Even just going for a walk outside and seeing something that makes you happy, whether it's a flower or a cool architecture, like building or a person walking with their dog. color as well sometimes when i'm really struggling with creative block sometimes you just have to make a crazy palette of colors and just blend and Mm. splatter paint (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and i think the biggest thing for me with creative block is i tend to get really stuck in my head of i have to create something and i have to create something great and that's when it really approaches and so i think sometimes 
one of the best ways to solve creative block is just to paint to paint. Um, mm. Not really having a targeted goal, but if you want to paint a bug, paint a bug. If you want to paint a strawberry, paint a bear, you know, just mm -hmm. painting to do it. I think those are things that inspire me and also the steps I'm trying to take when navigating it. Cool. And I think that's great advice too for a lot of uh, other artists to experience creative block, which I think is applicable to virtually <laughs> every artist. Uh, uh, but yeah, just starting somewhere with the idea that you're painting to paint, like you said, and not even having a certain goal, because I think oftentimes perfectionism can get in the way where you start painting and you're like, I need to make this not even necessarily a masterpiece, but I need to have this product, this ideal product by the time I'm finished with this session or by the time I continue working on this painting instead of just starting somewhere and getting those, you know, those creative juices flowing and just painting to uh, dump your brain all on paper. And I think that's just amazing advice that a lot of people can take away. So with that being said, during uh, the quarantine period or during pandemic, I think it can be really hard to find that connectivity with artwork when people aren't as uh, exposed to other people as we used to be. So do you have any uh, insight or tips that you feel would benefit, people could benefit from about how to stay connected with other artwork or uh, with uh, with like learning how to create artwork when you're just at home or you don't uh, know how? Like, would you recommend some resources or tools? That's a great question. I think the pandemic started so long ago, I don't even remember where I started, but <laughs> I think I highly encourage people not spend all their time online, but I think mm -hmm. social media became a really big place for me to connect with other artists. Um, I actually, I struggled a lot with connecting with artists personally, but I followed a lot of artists over the pandemic and would use their artwork as a place of inspiration for me to get up and create. Mm. I also think connecting with friends and family and connecting with yourself is a really great tool. And I know it's so cheesy and everyone's gonna say that, but again, I think with the pandemic, we have all been locked away and isolated. And I remember in the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of mental health advocate advocates would come out and remind everyone that just because we have this downtime doesn't mean we have to spend it doing really great things. Yeah. And I think that's something that we have to remember as artists as well, that just because we're in isolation and have this time doesn't mean it has to only be spent painting. Sometimes mm -hmm. just working on ourselves or connecting when we can, where we can with friends and family and ourselves is sometimes the best medicine. Um, mm -hmm. And just stepping away from the studio or stepping away from your creation is sometimes really needed to get those creative juices flowing again so that's an interesting take like it's not always uh, continuous working at 
painting or building your skills or just painting whatever you can, sometimes it requires you stepping back, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so I know uh, that you were talking about your collection and what you aspire to build through this community. And I really want the listeners to know where they can check out your art as we uh, bring this discussion to a close. Uh, so please, uh, <laughs> please tell them where they can find your artwork, your websites, your social medias. Awesome. You can find my artwork on hmrcreates.com. And my Instagram is also hmrcreates. Those are really the two main platforms you can find me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. And I was looking through your website too, and uh, you have so many amazing prints on your shop, and everything looks so beautiful. And it really comes back to what you were talking about in the beginning about how you found that your artwork has evolved to be very explore, explorative uh, from this time. And I can really see that in your work. Like you have a distinct style, of course, but everything is so different from one another. And I, I just wanted to compliment you about that. It's really beautiful. Well, thank you. That's very sweet. <laughs> yeah, so everyone, if you want to check out Heather's artwork, please check out her shop online and also her Instagram. Again, Heather, thank you so much for joining me today. This was our very first episode, so it's very special. And I wish you all the best with your future endeavors. <laughs> Thank you for having me. And I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Artivize by ASF. Remember, you can stay updated on Instagram at Artivize so you don't miss our next episode coming later this month and can contact us by email at asfpodcasts at gmail.com. This has been Shrika, wishing you happy art making.